to another exciting episode of A Legion on Zoom. What's going on, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Legion on Zoom. I am the knight. I am vengeance. I am Chez. Yes. Oh, hello, everybody. And this is Miguel. And this is Rod. And it's fucking Batman Day. Woo! The national, the new national holiday that nobody, that people should fucking be paying attention to. Yeah, and it's the holiest of days. Come on, all right, Christ, you know, being born on, you know, it's not, he wasn't even born on the twenty fifth to begin with of December. You know, screw that. We want to celebrate Batman fucking day. Batman's done more for us than Christ has ever had. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was, I was gonna say, yeah, like, let's be honest here. If I think that's like, true in the totality of humanity. Yes. <laughs> Who's been a more influential figure, Jesus Christ or Batman? The answer is clear, Batman. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna open this podcast with <laughs> Jesus Christ versus Batman. I'm sure Grant Morrison did this in one of his, one of his books. <laughs> or that seems like a future Jason Aaron project. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, no. and Batman be yeah, God. Batman wins, man. Batman has to win. Oh, he has the most positive influence. Come on, that Chris. You know, Christ Christianity has led some some fucked up things in the world. What has Batman fucked up? Nothing. I mean, Except for all the kids dying. Yeah, he's fucked up. <laughs> One could even make the argument that his fucking up the lives of so many children is vengeance because his life as a child got fucked up. I've never heard that sentiment being Damn. put out there, but oh. something to think about. Something yeah. to think about. And with that deep shit, <laughs> let's get into the first nitty fucking gritty. Here we are, special Batman Day episode. We're going to tell you all of our favorites, maybe even some of our dislikes. If shit gets heated, we might fight. Who knows? Some friendships might end. First on the list, first favorite Batman comic run. Go. All right. Who wants to go first? Hmm. I haven't thought too much about these. I mean, because we just got this <laughs> idea to record this today, right? And like, a, course, like a few I, hours ago, too. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a huge. I mean, Batman is my favorite character. I think in all of fiction, you know. Then it's who, who's after that? I don't even fucking know. Like, is there anybody else besides Batman that matters? Oh, Spider Man. Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. It's all yeah. comic book characters, anyway. But all right, favorite comic book run. I'm gonna have to go with Hush. Only because it featured the amazing team of Jeff Loeb, the legendary timeless Jim Lee, who, you know, as a 90s kid, helped bring me into comics and make me the comic fan that I am today. The Ink by Scott Williams. And this is a a super talented crew uh, of people. And I remember this storyline because I I was an exclusive Marvel reader up until Hush. And I spoke about this before on a previous podcast. But when, you know, I saw Jim Lee, a big Marvel guy, going to DC to do this book, um, I'm like, this is interesting. And the art looked fucking fantastic, as it always does when Jim Lee does it. I jumped in and I felt like, I felt like if you only had seen the animated series, like that's enough to read Hush and understand every beat that's going on. I mean, except for some things here and there, but you kind of know the lore of the character. You don't have to know too much to jump in. Uh, It's been animated, but yeah. 100% 100% hush. Hmm. Damn, that is that is and I'm pretty sure that if you took like a grand tally of like Batman fans, that'd be one of the top, if not probably the top story, I'd say. Hmm. Yeah. Well, under what Dark Knight returns. Maybe like in a oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Facts, facts, facts. What about you, Miguel? I, you know, first of all, that's a great choice, man. That that's that's a dope choice and a great reason. I'm I'm, I'm thinking of, I, I think I think for me, I'm struggling between. So are we going with like a full run? So for instance, like, or, or the specific story, right? Like, I guess a specific, you know, event kind of thing. No, because like, because honestly, I would want to say Scott Snyder's Batman. That for me has been like, because that I, I honestly, until Scott Snyder, haven't really read Batman, like faithfully and following every issue like that. It, it wasn't until this, uh, his start with the New 52 with the Court of Owls run. That was, for me was like, all right. And then thanks to that, like I really got because before that I had read events specifics, like I read Hush, I've read yeah. you know, other ones. And then thanks to that, like it really made me want to go in like fucking hard, like deep into all the other like runs from other, you know, right? Like from Grant Morrison's run, you know, and 
and freaking, you know, actually that, that was the main one I read from before, <laughs> Scott Snyder. And then I've been reading Batman pretty much religiously since then. And so I think for me that, and like, and even between then, like uh, what stories, like I think, you know, if I'm, I'm, I'm between the Court of Owls uh, story, because like how difficult is it to introduce new villains to Batman? You know, like it's like, it's hard to introduce new villains for almost all of these long standing characters, right? But like for Batman, like, for it to be something so like rich and like actually a challenge for Batman and like something like the Court of Owls that been there since like the beginning and we didn't even know and like oh it was like what like I, I don't know I was blown away by that and and for me that's what really got me really into um reading Batman like all right I'm gonna read Batman for real now like every fucking issue yeah and mm. for the fans that don't know the Court of Owls are like this like eyes wide shut one percenters that are into kinky shit they wear masks and apparently they've been running gotham since the inception and also like you know i think the owl is a natural natural enemy to the bat and he just wrote that story beautifully but yeah shout out to scott snyder and greg capullo yeah Yeah, and and with the court of owls a shout out to that you know for the fans if you don't know them you will though because uh for the game we've talked about before gotham knights that's coming out next year Word. they're the villains of the of the game at least so far from we can tell from the from the uh the trailers dude i would dare say that the members of the court of Owls is so elite that they're the top 0.01 percent they're the one of the one percent yeah exactly like fuck <laughs> Yo, and Damn. and we and we've seen the Court of Owls. Also, didn't they come out in Gotham, right? Or no? I think or, so. Or I, I, I damn. I want to say yes. I mean, they I were animated. Say, I think they got uh, hit. Was it? Didn't they? In the DC AMU. There's there's an animated in the Batman animated trilogy. You want to check that? No, out. yeah, they were in Gotham yeah. on the show too. Like, yeah, man. See, like, so like. Freaking Scott Snyder yeah. created this new secret society, uh, awesome yeah. villains that we've seen it pop up on like almost like anything that any kind of new media creation of, of Batman. They're trying to get there like, oh, let's bring these these uh, villains in. And I'm going to have to go a little bit older than you guys because you guys stay pretty modern and I'm surprised. Um, I'm going to have to say my favorite Batman story. I have no idea who wrote it, though, of course. Um, it would be Nightfall. Because you got to see Batman, I think even like for the first time, like at like at his weakest point, like this story so old that for people who don't remember, Bane figured out who Batman was and broke his back. Like, that's insane. That's insane. Long story short, he broke his back. But before that, he staged the breaking at Arkham, if I'm not mistaken, because I haven't read it in a while. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Then every single inmate got loose. So Batman had to spend all his time getting run down to the point that if he had caught COVID back, then he would have had it really bad because of how run down he, he was. And then after that masterful way to like basically beat him down to a pulp ambiently in a manner of speaking, he figured out who he was, went in the back cave and created one of the, I guess, one of the most historic panels in all of comic book dumb when he broke his back and shout out to rod i want to apologize again retroactively because i threw up on his (laughs) train when i was a kid (laughs) you what you did i bought i barfed on his on his nightfall trade it's all good i got that nightfall trade for some other dude like (laughs) somebody's mom threw away a huge box of comics when i was a kid and then I, you know, I found the box of fucking old comics, and there was all kinds of legendary shit in there. Fucking Nightwing number one was in that box and changed my world. But you know, I digress. That's fucking crazy. But yeah, Nightfall. in that box, yeah, in that box was Nightfall. It was the first time I read the story. Um, I barfed on it. It happens. But it, it was one of the greatest panels ever. And then because of that whole story, we got to see one of the most '90s versions of Batman ever, the Azrael Batman. Yeah. That was because oh. of that. Mm-hmm. So that story's the shit. Plus, you got to Bruce Wayne is such a fucking badass. He came back from having his back broken. Yo, oh, and, good lord. And also, the story was so good that you were in it with Batman, bro. You you puked because he he is like sick <laughs> in it too, right? And that's how good it was. You're like, Ugh. <laughs> like when Bane broke Bruce, he broke me. And, and this was adapted by Christopher Nolan to some degree yep. in Dark Knight Rises, you know, like 
Shit, I would say, to be honest, they could have adapted it even more hardcore, but I appreciated the way they did. It was great. The, um, Which also, I think, it, it kind of lets uh, Tom Hardy having one of the greatest scenes in the whole trilogy that was done by Nolan. That scene where he whoops Batman's ass is one of my favorite Batman scenes. But anyway, I digress. But yeah, it's all about Nightfall for me. Awesome storyline. And then just a quick comment. So because in terms of who was a writer, creator behind this awesome event, like so it, I'm a little bit confused because like Google immediately straight up just says it was a Doug uh, Moinch, M-O-E-N-C-H. Yeah. But Wikipedia really lists off uh, several writers that there were several people writing at the same time, which makes sense because it ran across, I think, some of the different Batman right. books, too. And so the, the creative team uh, credited includes, you know, classics like Chuck Dixon. Joe Duffy, Alan Grant, Dennis O'Neill, and uh, Doug uh, Munch. So, so an awesome creative team yeah. for Batman. And also, one of the most obvious things, one of the best titled story arcs ever, Nightfall. Come on. Yeah, it's poetic. Yo. Come on. And now, after comics, seeing as now there's a fucking just a super transition from comics to movies going on all around us, we might as well just make the logical choice ourselves and just discuss that as the next topic. This could get ugly, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite Batman movie. I go the one with Mr. Freeze. I'm saying it. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> Is this animated and live action? Or are we only talking about live action? Damn. Let's oh. talk about any feature length film, whether it be animated or live action. All right. Damn, that's tough. I was going to say let's do individuals, but all right. All right. Sinner take off. All right, I'll shoot first. Uh, I guess got to go with Batman 89. I think Ugh. that movie may be one of the most influential Ugh. movies of my entire fucking life. Because I, I was kind of a Batman fan. Again, growing up, I only had access to Marvel comic books because my older brother only read Marvel. So, like, I would only catch Batman through cartoons and shit like that. That's um, Adam West show. But then when I saw fucking Batman 89, that shit just changed me at a uh at my core i fucking i still watch it to this day i can't wait to see him come back in the flashpoint movie hands down batman 89 and i think i'll say to that too it's also impressive because you're right i i saw i rewatched it i don't know a few months ago again and it aged well you know and you no it doesn't oh come on it's not that <laughs> batman bad. 89 doesn't age well it's it's entertaining but that shit doesn't age well what the excuse fuck are you me about? excuse me i have the floor chess you'll get me yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> i have the rage lantern right now <laughs> fuck if you're just listening to this right now go on youtube and you'll see cuz chess has his colors expressing his emotions i have my angry light on <laughs> no come on like i think we're where, where movies from the 80s stand, dude, even early 90 movies, no, like some of them don't age well, but Batman 89 <laughs> is not, it, no, it's fine, you know. Yes, of course, some things you'll tell, like, well, yeah, you know, CGI is shit, right? There's no CGI pretty much, right? So, well, I don't know what, you know, which that's uh, pretty dope, actually, that there's no CGI if you think about it. Props. So do, you, do you hate it or love it? What's, what's no, 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 no. I like the movie, but don't <laughs> say that it aged well. It's a good, it's it's a it's a Batman, Batman flick. It's, it's one of the good, best. It's a good film. Like it's a good film. I don't know. I think it 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 comes here stands the test of time. Oh my god! Wait, is, <laughs> are you is that your pick as as well? Are you going with Batman eighty nine? No, all right, all right. So so, so no, for my pick, that that's close. I I would think about that too. But I, I'm gonna go. I don't know with the obvious choice. I think a lot of people. I'm gonna go with the Dark Knight. You know, the sequel, the second film of the Christopher Nolan trilogy, just because it gave us the best live action Joker man, and it was like a fucking dark movie, you know, and like really challenging like what the Joker is and what Batman is and like how it messes with Gotham City. Like for me, that was just like mm, fucking perfect from beginning to end. That's my favorite. That's for me, all the Batman movies that come after that have to uh, live up to that one. Call me crazy and call me an agent of chaos. And but one could almost for the sake of this argument, one could almost say that the Dark Knight is too good. That shit is like a souffle from like a Michelin five-star restaurant made by with all organic ingredients. You know what I mean? Something is like, ah, it's, it's amazing. It's a masterpiece. But I would have to say my personal favorite Batman movie is Batman Begins. 
because it's not even really about Batman. It's the one time when we get a whole story that's really about Bruce Wayne. You know what I mean? Like, aside from that trash ass bootleg Ra's al Ghul, but then we get about it. Ra's al- you remember like when he has at the party? The dude that he thinks is Ra's al Ghul, but then he knows like Henry the Card says that he's Ra's al Ghul. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. But then we do we do get a valid Raz in uh what's his name Liam Neeson, but that whole even the movie... first Ra- the first fake Raz was dope too. I forgot the actor's name, Ken something. Mm. He he he's like the first, and then after he dies, then that random decoy guy. <laughs> at the party. I, hate, I, hate, I hate that guy. <laughs> but overall, it's like Bruce Wayne's journey is amazing. Is the way they did it, like just. The cinematography when he's trying to find, I forgot the name of that clan of ninjas. Do they even say it? I don't even know. But League um, of shadows. Oh, yeah, the League of Shadows. There you go. I haven't said that name in a minute since the Arrowverse. They overused the shit out of that. But um, it's amazing. The like the creation of the costume when he meets Morgan Freeman. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, like, he's, <laughs> like that, that movie is a treat. Like you walk away feeling refreshed, you know, like, wow, this is the start of something new, of something different. You know, it had like a, it had almost like an understated shock value. As stupid as that sounds. But yeah, that's my choice. What do you, what do you mean? I'm going to say shock value. What do you mean? Cause like, cause like, like, it was so refreshing. Like you'd never seen anything like it, but it wasn't. But it wasn't like seeing the Avengers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it was an event. It was a big movie, but it felt like it's tough to verbalize. Like it was a weird mix of both. You know, like it was smooth, but it was big. Yeah, like actually do for a rewatch. I gotta rewatch yeah. that trilogy. Yeah, hell yes. I was thinking the same thing. Perfect right, thing that's... to do on Batman Day. Yeah, come on. What yeah, are you doing today, people? Let's, let's just fucking watch yeah. us, listen to us, and then watch you know all the Batman movies, man. And actually, before we move on to the next uh, uh, contest, I do want to ask a little bit more detail now that you're you have the floor, Chez, because you've had some visceral reactions to Batman mm. eighty nine. What, what what what's wrong with Batman eighty nine? Fuck Michael Keaton. Oh, I said it. All right, I said it. No, we're done. <laughs> I said it. I said it. Listen, listen. But he Look is at, Batman. Yo, no, he's not. Look at every single iteration of fucking Bruce Wayne, right? Nah, bro, 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 bro. It goes no. I don't want to hear it, dude. Chess, chess. I'm a, look, chess. I'm sorry. I don't want to pull rank, but I'm a scientist. Okay, I'm a scientist <laughs> for my living. This is objective facts. You know, you don't have to believe the facts. You know, but 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 they are true. It goes Kevin Conroy. And then Michael Keaton, okay? Like, the, the Kevin Conroy is the true Batman, uh, you know? But then Michael Keaton's right now. Because that's, come on, like Rod said, like Christian so many people. Bale. Wait, wait, this is a whole other conversation. We, oh, yeah, we're yeah, 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 we'll yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. But just, but just, but just, my argument for the F-bomb on Keaton is people are in love with the nostalgia, but me arguing against a scientist who's choosing to not see the science if you look at every iteration of bruce wayne michael keaton is the least bruce wayne looking bruce wayne out of every single bruce wayne but isn't there something to that that he can be no, an every man no. he doesn't have to be six foot how tall is ben affleck like six no four? bruce wayne is supposed to be obscenely handsome <laughs> You're telling me Michael Keaton is not obscenely handsome. No, he's not. He has a receding hairline and like a little curly. Let's move on. Let's move on. I'm getting heated. I'm getting heated. What do you have against people losing their hair, bro? Come on. It can still be good looking. Yeah. In, in Batman Beyond, Bruce Wayne's already bald anyway. He's an ugly Bruce Wayne. There you go. I said oh it. Oh my God. I said it. Now. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Let's stay on topic. We haven't done actor or you know that. We're gonna talk about which is yeah. which we think is the best, of course. Fine, fine, fine. But is but, that it for the, the diatribe against Batman eighty nine? Yeah, yeah, for now. Yeah, it's, it's, it's. <laughs> you said your for piece. Now. Okay, good. Right. Yeah, yeah, I got it off my chest. I actually feel a genuine sense of relief. <laughs> Are we gonna go animated movie? Hmm. Animated? Yeah, 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 yeah. Best hmm. Batman animated movie. I have my option. Oh, I have can mine I, too. Can I start oh, us go. off? So my it. option for actually best Batman anime movie, and I took a second right out this research. They're like, what were the movies? And I'm like, of course, for me, because it's also like I get two and one. It's Batman 
and Mr. Freeze Sub Zero. The awesome. I like it. Yo, because honestly, because actually, I had never seen that movie. I saw it for the first time this year. I don't know, a few months ago. I remember when it was. I talked about it, I think, in one episode a little bit. I was blown away. So for the people out there, this is from the Batman, the animated series, uh, a, a universe. And it's the second movie they made after the, the, the Mask of the Phantasm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I had never seen this movie, but it's a work of art. It's a beautiful movie because it's about freaking uh, Mr. Freeze, but, but, but it has this fucking heart to it. You know, it's, it's him trying to save his, his wife and, it, it, and the art is fucking amazing. It's, it's the classic Bruce Tim stuff from the, from the animated series. And we got Kevin Conroy, who I just mentioned, uh, uh, voicing Batman. And I was so, so surprised how, and it, and it highlights also a lot, uh, Barbara Gordon, who's actually mm-hmm. not Batgirl in the movie, uh, technically, but she's still kicking ass as herself because she gets captured by, by Mr. Freeze because, you know, she, she's the only one I think she has the right blood, whatever type to try to save uh, of course. Freeze. And it's, of course. It's, it's a fucking great movie, people. Mm. pick yo when did that come out that's that shit is old that came out in 1998 damn dude yo for some reason i remember when i was a kid that movie coming out and it's and it being like a big deal like it had like commercials on tv and shit right rod like am i bugging sub-zero yeah yeah i remember it having like um like advertisements it might have had a limited theatrical release phantasm did have a theatrical release Mm -hmm. look at that shit you're like see that's why why did they stop that a hundred percent like nobody ever thought like hey they did that shit back then maybe we should try again now also it's one of those um instances where the animated trumps the live action because the year before that we got Batman and Robin, right? Mm. That's with with Barbara and Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze, uh, Alicia Silverstone as Barbara Gordon, oh, and it wow, was trash right. compared to like what they did with the animated version. I felt like like Warner Brothers was like, yo, we're really sorry about this movie. Take this instead, you know, be happy with it, and it did deliver. That was a, a fucking awesome pick. But we did get Chris O'Donnell Robin though. Let's uh, <laughs> let's be thankful for that. I thought that yeah, was great. Yeah, yeah. that was pretty lit. Uh, <laughs> um, my favorite animated movie will be, and I'm going throwback on this. Um, no, no, actually, I think it might be older than um than Sub Zero though. I mean, as in like it came in. Well, that make it younger. It came out after Sub Zero. <laughs> Batman Beyond: Return of the Joker. Oh, rated okay. R one, right? I think there's a rated R version or some shit. Yeah, like that, the right? uncut. Yeah, yeah, the uncover. That movie, seeing that shit for the first time, it felt like you're watching like a genuine suspense horror. Like the dialogue, the way like the characters are like skittish when they're going to talk about what, what happened in the past, the flashbacks, the big revelations. Also, I believe the most skilled iteration of the Joker we've ever had. Because in this shit, the Joker's a geneticist, a, a fucking, uh, like a tech genius on the level of Tony Stark, because he's encoding DNA into microchips and shit. <laughs> yeah. That's a line from the movie that I... <laughs> Onto a microchip. Like, what? <laughs> when? Like that shit, like that's not something you guess at. Like that, like anyway. Um, and also, of course, you know, hand-to-hand combat. So best version of the Joker ever. And you're the story. When you get to the end, you feel sad. Like, yo, that that movie was a fucking banger, bro. Like Batman Beyond, Return of the Joker, the uncut edition, fans of ours around the globe, because we do have fans around the globe. If you've never seen this shit. Because I think it came out in like 2000, right? Like, I think. That's how yeah, late movie? 90s. No, no, no. I just thought oh, no? it's 2000. Yeah, right on. Oh, yeah, 2000. Yeah. Fucking at the turn of the millennium. Go watch that movie. Talk about aging well. Oh, fuck. That movie's good, man. Return of the Joker. Yeah. Oh, and, I, and I haven't seen it since like the 2000, you know, since basically 21 oh, years man. ago. So, like, I actually, I, I, I need to rewatch it. I need to, to, to remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, that's a movie that that is made now, oh, and it's it's on HBO Max. What's up? I Oof. hope it's the unrated, uncut version. Yo, it has on. to be. I'm assuming it, it was. It, I saw it on Amazon Prime not too long ago. Oh, you know what? Fuck, yo, I might watch that shit tonight too. Yo, fucking, that's how good that shit is. Mm-hmm. Yo, dude, fans out there, go check that shit out. That might be like 
it got lost in the sands of time. Yo, that shit was ahead of its time. It was ahead of its time. <laughs> if, if that live action shit got me today, oh my, talk about dark. There's so many that, rumors about that happening and shit with your boy Michael Keaton rising <laughs> the role. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Yeah, yeah, he could he could play that old Bruce Wayne. For the hater show. All right. All right. I like that so far. I think on each category, we've gone with different picks. I like that. This is cool because I have a different pick from both of y'all. Oh, shit. I'm going to go with Batman Under the Red Hood. Oh. Nice. Yeah. That, that shit was good. That shit was good. For, and I don't even know where to begin. Like, one of the best versions of the Joker, uh, first of all, like one of the most violent versions of the Joker because this, this story loose, this story ties in both uh, Judd Winnick's run on the comic book Shout out to Judd Winnick, uh, do our show. And also <laughs> the uh, A Death in the Family. I always mess up these like titles. I think it's A Death in the Family. Right, yeah. Uh, where the Joker kills Jason Todd, and then Jason Todd eventually comes back as a badass biker. This is being done kind of terribly on Titans right now, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. But if you want to see we'll a cool... If you want to see a cool... I fucking love the Red Hood. Just, just, the, just the inception, the idea of the character, the way he ties into the Joker's lore of the Red Hood, all this shit. It ties into a little bit of the killing joke, um, which has also been adapted, also pretty cool. But yeah, I got to go with number one, uh, Under the Red Hood. It, it almost straight up adapted the comic run um, by Judd Winnick and uh, Doug Mankey, if I'm saying your name correctly, mm-hmm. also do our show. So Yo, bro, yes. We all hit different eras in that shit, too. Like, very different eras. I like that. I like that. I like Yo, that. for real, because Batman Under the Red Hood came out in 2010. And, and, and like Rod says, that includes stories from all over the, the history of Batman. And yeah, that's a fantastic pick, yep. man. And you get Neil Patrick Harris's Nightwing. Word? Oh, yeah, you he voiced right. Nightwing in there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. NPH all over the place. Nice. All right. And what's next on the list? Fucking this I- one gets... Be- before no, we go on to what, what's next on the list, you know, I do want to say, I think Rod came mad prepared. What is the shirt you're wearing ah. tonight? Oh, word. Thank you for asking. This <laughs> is the world's finest comics shirt. So I subscribe to a mystery box from Culturefly. Uh, they ship a quarterly. D- it's like a DC mystery box full of random swag, like Comic-Con type trinkets. T-shirts, hoodies, shit like that. So right now, actually, let me see if I can get a shot of the back of the shirt. Hold on. Do it. Do it. He has no pants on. So Rod is standing up right now if you're listening. Oh, and we're seeing oh, Superman awesome. and Batman playing baseball with oh, I can't Rod. hear you guys while I'm showing you the shirt. But yeah, it's a nice, like, uh, I think it's either golden or silver age Batman. Uh, I have a, a review coming up of their summer um, 21 box. So check out our YouTube for that. Yes. <laughs> for some reason when you said quarterly in my head like i just started having like a quick daydream like imagine if it was weekly and you just got like over stuff. <laughs> like i can't no more stuff that's the cool part because i'm not really big into collecting like stuff because you know we have too much stuff as it is the fact that it's quarterly makes it like i no but like, they're smart though the, the, exactly they're smart it gives them time to curate some high quality shit because I felt like at one point all of America went through a subscription box craze. You know, like you had yeah. shit like Comic Bento, which I had. And I was like, no, too many books. I don't need this shit. <laughs> then you have fucking shit like Loot Crate. You know yeah, what I mean? Loot Crate. Shout out oh, to yeah, Loot yeah, Crate. Yeah, 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 shout out to Loot Crate. Sponsor Listen, if, you're, if you guys want to send me a free monthly, a free <laughs> weekly one, <laughs> overwhelm me with free stuff. We will review the shit out of it. Oh, yes, Word. we will. We definitely will. <laughs> Um, and in that box, it'd be dope if it includes some games, which gentlemen, there's been a lot of these over time, some good, some traumatizing favorite Batman game. Wait, but before we do this deep cut, a quick shout out to, um, rise of Sun Tzu <laughs> as one of the, as yeah. one of the funnest. We, I'm still looking for like that game, like online or something. Cause I, that game was fun as hell. That might be the most button mashing button masher I've ever mashed buttons on. <laughs> Fuck. Um, let me damn, but I mean, it's like I think they peaked on Batman games. I mean, we've yet to play Gotham Knights, but that could go either way. Who knows? Dude, um, what was it? Arkham City was too lit, man. Arkham City took it for me. Arkham City's my favorite Batman game. 
Like that scene when the beginning where he first puts on what was it, what the Mach Four, Mach Mach Three, Arkham Knight. Oh, that's Arkham, when that happened. Arkham Knight. That's what you're thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. Yeah. So Arkham Knight is my favorite one. Yeah, Arkham Knight, the third one. Um, even though the city was a little bit closed off, they got everything together in that game. It was amazing. Batmobile, Gotham Knight for me, hundred percent. Arkham Knight. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I said. Arkham Knight, right? Gotham. No, you Knight. said Gotham. Knight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know what's your favorite game, Gotham. <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> I think it's Rise of Sinsu, low key. <laughs> it's the one Goth- it. It's Gotham Arkham. Sinsu. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> solid edition. And I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm probably gonna have to sit this one out because, like, I, you know, I've said this before on the show. Like, I, I, I wasn't ever really big uh, a gamer. I, you know, I, I, I played a few games like hardcore and then that was it but until recently i started getting into games so i haven't really played a lot of batman games actually throughout you know my life i don't know i don't, I don't know whether there are many batman games on nintendo like or super nintendo like growing up i don't i don't remember but but like at least i will say i recently got in finally into arkham knight actually and this game is fucking incredible yeah dude it's uh, fucking sick i remember this like super nintendo like the batman forever Super Nintendo game by acclaim. Oh my god, fucking headache! Like impossible to beat. <laughs> they like, like you know, like Maximum Carnage. I never fucking oh, beat that game. Yeah, it was in that fucking vein. I'm like, I hate this shit. That Batman um, game that you were talking about, like I never figured out how to use the weapons. Yeah, <laughs> mad complicated. No, I hate Word. that game. Worst Word. Batman game. Well, there's some like terrible Batman game out there that's always panned, like on those like YouTube like information videos and shit it got like terrible reviews like dark age or some bullshit anyway uh, i'm actually gonna normally i'd go with the arkham series but i'm actually gonna switch it up because my favorite genre of video game is fighting i fucking love fighting games mm. like street fighter 2 changed my life more yeah. combat so caliber fucking love them all injustice 2 changed your life yes injustice <laughs> 2 yeah bro i fucking love Oh, all right, right, right. wait. Theoretical question: Had you never been introduced to fighting games, <laughs> how different would I be? Where would you be right now? Who knows, man? Doing drugs, shooting heroin in some, in some alleyway right now, in an asylum. Fuck! I got. Now, I'm gonna go with Injustice too, and we're actually mm. getting a movie, uh, uh, animated movie adaptation soon. Yo, for real. And I think because it, it did a good job also at tying in like the comic book element it was a really well-written story there's two games i'm gonna go with part two only because like the graphics are just way better and i think you have a broader selection of characters i'm not exactly sure on that though but yeah really cool story really good comic book tie-in but the fighting engine itself like i fucking put hours and hours into that game super cool can't wait for the third one yeah like isn't that like the first um like injustice itself that's the first uh major like dc only fighting game we've had right i don't remember anything there was a super nintendo dc fighting game in the era really? of street fighter yeah what? Uh, justice think... league what's it called like damn i forget the name super oh, nintendo sh- justice league <laughs> I, I rented it i rented it from blockbuster it, it, it was like a fake street fighter but I yo had, is like, it is it is it justice league task force yes that's oh. what it, yeah, that's what it came up. What? That was it's got the Superman with the long hair. Yeah, with the <laughs> mullet. Shout yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, and for the listeners, you heard that correctly. Rod rented that <laughs> from Blockbuster. Yeah, R.I.P. Yeah, the, the, the art for the for the for the disc for the game, the cartridge and the cover is pretty fucking cool. <laughs> Actually, like, yo, I want to play this. Yo, there's somebody out there who that's their favorite game and they're emulating it. Straight up. I still see clips low key, like on, on, on Instagram. Yeah. I also follow like fighting game like Instagram. Bro. That shit is a subculture. Fighting game Instagram. Yo. Yeah, that, that's yo, I've never heard of that. That's wild. Damn. <laughs> that, 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 that's crazy. Now, now, thinking about the animation from back then, I imagine even though. It must look pretty cool. I'm gonna go find that shit on YouTube. Yeah, like yeah. I, I want to watch that shit go down. That's crazy. Um, all right. So 
I like how we all went throughout different eras when it came to the games, or at least like different types, so to speak. Miguel just got into it, but did you play the whole Arkham series from scratch or? Yeah, Me? You, no, yeah. I, no, no, I just started. The oh, last dude. Game no, 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 dude. Play it from the, yo, play it from the beginning so you could appreciate. Play the whole Arkham series. That's By a lot the time of you, hours, my guy. Man, you'll be I. I feel like Arkham Knight gives you the whole experience. Like, it's one of those things that it's like an iPhone 5 versus like a 12. Like, yeah, you can go back and experience the 5 and what it was like. But if you get all those features in a brand new package, I don't know. Bro, I got so many games on my queue right now. Like, no, I got to be, I got to make decisions. I got to make tough decisions. And exactly, I don't have the time to go through all that. So let me just dive into the last one, which is the most modern one, the best one. Uh, and that, that, that's what I, and, and if I love that that much, you know, I'll go back, you know, yeah, they remastered one and two. Yeah. Fine. Fair enough. Yeah. For Dude, instance, I like I've done the same with uncharted. Like I'm playing the last uncharted four. I'm almost done with that one. I fucking love that game. Don't tell me I have to go through all the fucking matrix fucking life, you know? No, 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 no. I'm not going to go back. Listen, man, Arkham was good, dude. Like, that's like the first Arkham game. Like, you're inside of Arkham Asylum. Hell yeah. That, that shit was crazy. But yeah, I recommend you play it eventually, if and when you do. Game of the year. But, facts. But now, even onto something more epic than beyond the game. What is your favorite Batman moment? Point blank. Across all media, comics, books, porn, live action movies. (laughs) I've damn, I don't think I've ever seen a Batman porn. I've seen an Avengers porn. That shit was was floating around the interwebs years ago. Oh, that shit is out there. Favorite Batman moment. Take your time, guys. All right. Damn, this is tough, man, because I know I'm going to like think about it later. No, I should have said that, but I'm just going to go with my gut. I'm going to go with the death of Jason Todd because because this is before I I, again, I did not read any Batman comics growing up. I just knew about Batman and Robin. That's all. So when I said that Robin was dead, I just assume it's Robin. He looked exactly he had like a slightly different hairstyle than like Dick Grayson. And I remember just like I was like taking a nap after elementary school and shit. And my other brother comes by and wakes up. He's like, yo, bro, you heard? Like, like some fucking like the 9-11 level shit. <laughs> He's like, yo, yo, Robin died, bro. I'm like, what? Yo, I, I was devastated. <laughs> so, so, so I walked to the closest, like, like uh, it wasn't like a comic book store. It was just like a stationary store where they had a comics rack. And I just saw the comic book of Batman holding the bloody corpse a la, what was it? Uh, similar imagery used for like the death of Jean Grey. And, and again, yeah. This like famous image of like the superhero crying, holding like a dead body. And I was just like devastated because I had grown up really liking the Robin character because to me, Robin was the entry point for fans. Like you're you're adventuring with Batman. You are Robin. Robin could be any kid, any kid, right? And I like that they do that too with Robin. Now he's like all kinds of ethnicities and things like that. So yeah, that was my my pick. What about you, Miguel? I'm so thinking about it. Like, yes. I, there's just, I gotta go through a lot of fucking history. I chess, do you go for it? I would have to say, and he's actually not in the bat suit when he has my um when he has my favorite moment, but it's um I believe it's in the Dark Knight when he's driving the Ferrari through Gotham. That's my favorite. Batman moment, and that's him basically as Bruce Wayne. Um, that was in part two, right? That was in Dark Knight Rises when they're threatening the reporter, right? That he has him in the Ferrari, that he's trying oh, to keep the guy safe. Him? Yeah, yeah. They, I that thought it was a him. Lambo. It wasn't a Lambo. No, no, no. Yeah, no, it was a Lambo. Yeah, you're right. I'm bugging. Yeah, yeah. It was a Lambo. Um, it's that moment where he's driving through Gotham because you. I love it. I love it when you see Bruce Wayne executing Batman esque shit. You know what I mean? Like those people in Gotham just saw a fucking Lamborghini fly by at like surgical speed, just interweaving mad shit. And he's just calmly driving. For some reason, him driving that Lamborghini is my favorite moment of him being Batman in the Dark Knight Rise. <laughs> it might seem underplayed, but I've I, for some reason I've always loved that moment. Okay. Miguel, you still got nothing? I, you know. 
I got, I got, a, I got a couple. I, I got two. I got, I got two. I, I, at least thinking about. Well, I, you, you guys might be able to help me with because one thing I was thinking about, like one of the, at least within the comic book moments, one one of the ones that I've loved is actually going back to Rod's pick from Hush. You know, I said before, I'm not a. I didn't love love it. It was good. It was it was good. It was fun. But that one had one fucking awesome scene with Batman fucking punching fucking Superman that was fucking controlled by Poison Ivy. And he was oh, ready word. with fucking some, you know, I, I was just it, like that. And it's drawn by Jim Lee. It, it's like epic fucking moments, you know, and because that reminds me also of like that. What was it? It was the Grant Morrison story, right? Of, of, about like the Batman had a plan for how to take down all the fucking uh, Justice League. They ended up getting, you know, uh, uh, leaked. Uh, and so it's like I, I feel like those kind of moments that show that Batman can fucking take down people way yeah. overpowered from him are like that's that's that shows who Batman is, man. Dude, I would think the crazy part about that moment was when like he led that Superman to like the gas tank. That he was like, "Yo, we're right underneath the Daily Planet." That shit was like, yeah. "Oh, yeah. Shit, I." Should I have that issue? I, yo, I still remember that shit to this day. That shit was dope. <laughs> that he was like, yeah, if I hit him one more time, I'm going to break my hand. Yeah. Yeah. That, yes, exactly that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's I remember that funny. moment very well. That shit was dope. And that's also been adapted, too. Not bad. The adaptation. I know Miguel has thoughts. I thought it was, I thought it was pretty good. I, I didn't like the ending. I didn't, the whole thing being Riddler being the hush. Like, that's stupid. I didn't like yeah, that. Yeah, I've never been a big, a big fan of that to this day. Like, the... I feel like they definitely could have gone something bigger with that. It's like they almost gave the Riddler too much credit. I mean, he was <laughs> the mastermind in the comic book. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> honorable mention to the Batman 89. What are you? I'm Batman. I think yes! that, shit, that shit changed me too. Because it's a meme. Like that shit became a meme. Because I don't think before that I'm Batman was a thing. Now that shit is a fucking movement, bro. Yeah, but then you got Bale with the swear to me that I think surpassed that. All I'm saying. Nah. He also not the same way. Yeah, exactly. And then I feel like every other Batman actor has then been compared to that classic line of I'm Batman. Like, yo, nobody has said it like that, man. Fine. Whatever. (laughs) Anyway, this actually takes us into final topic. (laughs) The most controversial Hashtag fuck Michael Keaton. The Shit, <laughs> how dare you? The debate of the base. Who is your favorite actor? And for this, I have a bit of a more nuanced approach. I was gonna go first. <laughs> I wanna I wanna hear Chess's nuanced approach. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I would say my favorite Bruce Wayne is Val Kilmer. My favorite. Batman is Ben Affleck. Oh. Or Christian Bale. I'm torn between the two. Mm. I, it might literally switch by the time we're done talking. But it's Christian Bale like or was... Ben Affleck. Rod, Rod, go, Rod. Damn, so we're doing Bruce Wayne and Batman? If go you want. It. But that's yeah, how I, I feel. Now Val Kilmer. Uh... Dude, that... Okay, the Val Kilmer one, like, it sucked. But... He deserves a bit more credit for being Batman. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he, I think placed in a better environment, he could have done a better job. But his Bruce Wayne, yeah. like, he was he was pretty. He was vulnerable. I'm saying like, he was out there. Was Bruce. And there's a Schumacher cut out there. Warner Brothers released the Schumacher cut. <laughs> because Schumacher cut. It's a thing for real. Because <laughs> Batman Forever wasn't that bad. You know, it had its moments. Like, I, I, I don't hate it. It just went off. Like you know, it just went off the rails in the next installment, which was Batman and Robin, and the whole franchise tanked with George Clooney, who might be the worst. But yeah, okay, best Batman, best Bruce Wayne. I'm gonna give them both. Fuck. To, oh my this god. It's hard. I'm gonna give them both to Ben Affleck. This is okay. hard though, because I I do like what Christian Bale did. I. It, it's it's tough. It's tough competition all around. But I just feel like. If you're talking about a man that looks like a Bruce Wayne that walked off of the comic book panel, because and Chez, you being the most biased with regards to looks, he has he has to be the the Bruce Wayne. He's the most Bruce Not, Wayne. Yeah. His stature, uh, you know, his 
just his actual just look, his facial features, his big ass chin, and then directed by the almighty, all powerful legend, Mike <laughs> Snyder. I just feel like that captured, you know, yeah, very dark Batman. Yes, a lot of people didn't like it, but I like my Batman dark. An alcoholic Batman, too. Shit. <laughs> Rod likes his Batman how he likes his coffee. Dark and dark. hot. Yes. Mm. Actually, no, dark and cold. <laughs> and then he was at, at the tail end of the Snyder cut. Like, Ben Affleck came back looking mad at epic and shit. Like, a little older, a little grayer, but still looking sharp as fuck. Like, like he's ready to reclaim the mantle. Now, I will say this. See you, Ben Affleck. <laughs> I will say this, though. Ben Affleck's Bruce Wayne is the Batman... It's the Bruce Wayne from the animated series. Yo, like, yeah, 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 like yeah. as mu- as much as I detest and abhor the brown suit from the animated series, I want to see Ben Affleck <laughs> in the brown suit from the animated series. Damn, I want to see a side by side. That shit would look so accurate. All right, what about you, Michael? Ah, uh, all right. So for this one. You guys have made some good fucking points. I'm going to start with the best Batman. So, so honestly, I think for some people might be surprised. I'm actually, I was debating between Ben Affleck's Batman and Christian Bale's Batman. I got to give it to Christian Bale. I got to, it's tricky because obviously Ben Affleck's Batman gave us the best fight scene that we've ever seen of Batman ever. So that's tough, but I feel like, I don't know, Christian Bale's Batman was just, um, the right amount of grittiness of being dark without going too fucking dark like Zack Snyder. Because like, with Zack Snyder's Batman, and for me, it got too dark to the point if it's like it's, it's almost comical. And so I'm like, ah, that's the part that I, 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 did, I didn't. I'm not with it. You know, I agree with everything you guys said about Ben Affleck's Bruce Wayne is the Bruce Wayne from the animated series. Like I, 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 it looks comic book fucking ripped out of the page on screen. But for me, Christian Bell's Batman is the best one. My Bruce Wayne, though. I think there's an old episode out there where we kind of talked about this before yeah. and to, for consistency, you know, I just, just to show people that no, no, for me. Yeah. Fucking Michael Keaton is the yes. best Bruce Wayne that we've seen. Ugh. It's the best because Ugh. he's been the most dynamic fucking Bruce Wayne. Like uh, I don't remember Paul Kilmore or fucking George Clooney at all. You know, and, and for me, that goes to show how shitty it was because like, I don't remember it. And Christian Bale's Bruce Wayne was fine. But for me, it felt like you're still Batman. <laughs> like, I'm not like I didn't, you know, especially because we saw him go do the training. I don't know. For me, it's like you're you're not the you, the only thing that changed was the voice, you know, but you're still the same person. And and the same thing with Ben Affleck. He's still like he's still like brooding and like, oh, drinking and like, oh, look at my life sucks. And <laughs> uh, I want to go kill people now. It's like, yeah, it's like you're still the same people. But Michael Keaton's. Batman really seemed like like his different from Bruce Wayne. Like they're different people. He's acting different things. You know, he's like he's he's trying to show off this playboy kind of thing. Well, the awesome, awesome scene when he confronts fucking Joker Jack Nicholson with you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Like that's like uh, like I'm like that's because Batman Batman didn't do that. That was Bruce Wayne doing that, you know, like. Because yeah. if he had the cape and cowl, that wouldn't have worked, right? Of course. But he was being smart, resourceful, you know, taking it, you know, obviously he put the plate on his shirt, you know, to cover himself without giving himself away that he's Batman. So I'm like, no, Michael Keaton is the best Bruce Man. Wayne we've seen. Listen. Dad, I think you convinced me. I might have yes. to change. But my Batman still stays as Ben Affleck. Fair, fair. I struggle with that one, so but yeah, I get it, yeah. The only reason I'll give you that you made a good point was because Christian Bale, aside from when he flexes in the restaurant, like, yeah, like I own the place. And then when he takes out like the whole troop of ballerinas, he's the Bruce Wayne from the later seasons of the animated series where you could go like, that's Batman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that, that guy in the suit that just walked in as Batman right there. Like, right. like he was brooding as fuck, but I, I don't think that was the case with the Ben Affleck though. His Ben Affleck was wavy as fuck. He was chill. I think he was smooth. <laughs> But he was older. Like, you try to hold back that many decades of tragedy, tragedy and darkness and shit and try to keep a smile on your face. He was white knuckling it at that point. He was barely holding on and he still looks smooth as fuck. But fine. As far as dynamism, I think that's a word. Yeah. Fine. Okay. (laughs) Like, I'll give you Keaton. Fine. But dude, 
Val Kilmer, I think, Woo! as Bruce Wayne is underappreciated. Yeah, and remember, Bruce Wayne, yeah, he starts dark, but it's part of the whole story that Zack Snyder was telling where then Superman instills hope in him. And by the end of it, don't laugh, by the end of it, he, he's fucking mad epic, like talking to Martian Manhunter randomly because he just shoehorned him in. But he's just there like a changed man. And what changes him is the death of his soon-to-be world's finest best friend, Clark Kent. I legit think if you meet Snyder, you will jizz your pants. Do our show, Zack Snyder. <laughs> Yo, please. Yes. Five minutes. Jesus Christ. That, yeah, you, that'd be, if you had five minutes to ask Snyder a question, what would you ask him? If you five minutes of his time. God damn you. I don't know, man. <laughs> Shit. I got to think about this. Go to your head. You're like, five minutes. He's one of the, the most influential people to handle Batman. Like, you know, of course, you have Frank Miller, Paul Tim Dini, Burton. Tim Burton, oh, Christopher Nolan. Nolan. <laughs> I like how you went one of the most, and they just went a whole list of mad epic people. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, there's so many people that have handled this character. I can't wait to see the next one, man. Yeah, yeah. facts. Facts. Yeah, and- we're, 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 we're looking forward with Matt Reeves so far, what we've gotten. Word. From- from the trailer we got at DC Fandom last year for the Batman, look fucking epic. We're all excited for Batinson. And, and you know, in a few weeks, actually, we're getting DC Fandom the yes. sequel. And so apparently there's a strong rumor that we're going to get a proper mm-hmm. the Batman trailer. So we're looking forward to what Matt Reed studs. Damn, you know, so fans, that means if you dig deep enough in the internet, you can find the episode that we made in the future after watching this Batman movie to see what we have to say then. Just dig deep enough. It's out there. Wait, what? What? <laughs> Some flashpoints. <laughs> like the, the internet is so vast that if fans think that we already happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, already that episode is already out there. Uh, <laughs> We're already talking. But all right, all right. That thing's we, we need to wrap up. My yeah, mind just blew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what? I'm not, uh, I don't know. <laughs> We're good. All right. <laughs> Qu- Quantum. All right. <laughs> all right. And we can't wait for the next fucking Batman day. Can't wait to do this again. I'm probably going to have completely different answers next year. I'm some, I'm some whimsical motherfucker. I'm Ed Mercurial. <laughs> On that note, fans, this is Chess. Yo, this is Miguel. This is Rod. Peace out. Later. Bye. Legion on Zoom, starring and produced by Jose Perez, a.k.a. Chez, Rodney Martinez, and myself, Miguel Arce. Click subscribe on wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or shoot us an email at legiononzoom at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on social media at Legion on Zoom.